are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Atler, they're building a tool called Earner, which is helping accountants serve SMBs faster. They've got between 1,000 and 10,000 registrations, and they convert 20 to 50% of registrations to paid customers at 35 bucks a month. So north of 20,000 bucks in revenue today. They just launched last year, so healthy growth. They've only raised what the accelerator, or, sorry, under a million bucks, right? So pretty capital efficient. Team of 10 today with five engineers as they look to continue to scale. Hey, folks, my guest today is Enzo Ons. He's the co-founder and CEO of Earner, the robo-accountancy for small businesses. He's a recovering management consultant, a delivery writer, and former chief of staff at Loot, Bow, and Metal. I'm sure I butchered that name. Enzo, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's go. Come on, give me the real... How do you pronounce that? Uh, All the different uh, challenge bank names? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you you did perfect. Bow, Metal, and Loot. Ah, okay, I nailed it. Very good. All right. So tell us what Earner is uh, and, and why SMBs. You know, SMBs go out of business all the time. So your churn is going to be an issue. Uh, yes, it's a growing kind of part of the uh, business markets. Like a lot of people are turning to self-employed income as well as uh, starting small businesses after the pandemic. So the kind of trends are your gig economy, your passion economy, and your sharing economy. Uh, and what does Earner really do? So what we've seen is that a lot of these people still use accountants. They're very, very expensive. Expensive. Why can't you have software that does the work of an accountant for you for a fraction of the cost? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, ha- how do you model this? And what's the average customer pay you per month? Would you say? So, a traditional accountant for most users costs anywhere between five hundred to a thousand if you're a sole trader, and uh, up to a thousand pounds if you're a small business. We charge them subscription-wise uh, thirty pounds if you're a sole trader. And then limited companies anywhere between 50 and 100. A month. What do you mean, sole trader? Do you have a lot of bankers, who, traders who use you, stock market people? Uh, so, sole trader is the, the British term for uh, someone that's self employed. Ah, I see. Okay. But, but it's about 35 United States dollars per month on average. Uh, yeah, exactly. Very cool. Okay. Put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the business? Uh, so, we first launched the business in 2021. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we kind of went through one tax return season at the end of the year uh, in 2021. So in the UK, every January, and now going into our second tax return season. That's awesome. How did you get your first customer? Uh, our first customer was through a, um, a small business community called Mindful Markets. Mindful Markets. Uh, yeah, exactly. So during the pandemic, a lot of... Um, markets that were first in person turned online so a lot of new businesses propped up that uh, helped people move from a in-person marketplace to online so they were doing zoom calls and that's kind of how we got our first customers yeah but was that like a facebook group or a linkedin group or how did you find this group uh it was initially we found the person that ran it through a facebook group and then we started doing um calls with them over zoom helping them with their taxes and then they were the first customers that then started using the app it's amazing and sorry what was the name again uh mindful market mindful market very interesting okay yeah. and then fast forward to today how many customers are you working with 
Uh, so we now have thousands of customers. Uh, we don't like to disclose the exact amount because we're still quite early, but um, we're doing pretty well. But is it fair to say like between 1,000 and 2,000, something like that? Uh, between 1,000 and 10,000. Oh, okay, thousand and ten thousand. Very cool. Now that's not easy to go from you know a thousand or you know nothing to over a thousand customers in under a year and a half. So how did you do that? How are you growing today? Uh, it's a bit of a mix. So our most effective channels is when the need is highest, um, which is during tax return season and is classic performance marketing. Something to keep in mind is that your average uh, retention when it comes to accounting is 10 years. And on a product that you pay anywhere between 30 to 100 pounds a month for, um, we can be quite effective when it comes to performance marketing during uh, tax trend season. Outside, we just use a collection of referrals and SEO that works best. What do you consider effective during tax season on your paid marketing, right? Or what are you willing to spend to get a new $35 a month customer? Yeah, so uh, coming from a challenger banking background, the average there that we had was anywhere between 100 and 200 pounds, or in dollar terms, like 120 to $250. Uh, if we can acquire somebody for less than 100, that's already really effective uh, mm-hmm. because the payback payback period is so short. Um, we've seen stuff way lower than that. So anything less than $20. What enables you to do that? That's not cheap. I mean, as you know, in the challenger and bank world, people are willing to spend a lot to get a new customer. So have you found yeah. like a unique keyword you're targeting with paid or you're doing like TikTok ads or there's not a lot of competition for yet, but why why, why can you get under $100 CAC? Uh, I think it is TikTok that we've used exactly like you said. Ah. Um, I think what, what really worked well for us were personable um, ads. So kind of talking in the camera, kind of saying, hey, we're this new app. It's really amazing. You should try and check it out. Um, we built no, trust. No, but come on, Enzo. By... That's very that's very boring. What do you actually say? I I think that is literally what we say. It's, it's no, come the, on. The... If I saw that on TikTok, I'm I'm skipping it immediately. There's no way that's converting me. Uh, well, you're also not our target audience. Like most that's of our fair. customers are are, are, are women. Uh, most of our customers are are kind of people that like Etsy sellers, gig workers. Um, it's it's literally a simple the, the the thing that did the best was just talking into the camera while you're walking somewhere. I mean, like talking like a normal human being, saying you know this kind of stuff is really hard. I found a tool that works really well. You should try and tr- download it and check us out. That, that's kind of as simple as it was. Are we? Is this right now considered tax season? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, so okay. for us, uh, it's December and January. So, so give me a sense of like what you'll scale to in terms of paid spend. Are you talking like you're spending ten grand a month unpaid, or like a million per month unpaid? No, 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 way less than that. Um, we last tax return season, I think the highest we went is maybe two grand a week. Okay, okay, uh, got but, it. But never higher than that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So call like you'll cap maybe at like ten k per month unpaid. But that was last yeah, year. Maybe exactly. this year you double it. Who knows? I think for us, it's really about the payback ratio. If we get enough customers to go directly to our um, uh, monthly subscription, then why not? Now, when you look at the cohort, you signed up exactly one year ago, and folks were recording this November 2nd here. If you go back and look at the cohort, Enzo, from last December, how many of them are still paying today? Like, What's your churn look like? Uh, I think it's quite sticky. So most of our customers are still paying uh, after mm-hmm. one year. Do you, do you use any tools to measure this? I mean, net dollar retention is the name of the game in this world, right? If you can have above 100%, that's really fantastic, especially at this price point. Uh, we kind of track monthly active usage. Um, like We use platforms like Posthog that works quite well uh, for us to track that. 
Um, but most of our payments kind of done through Stripe, so it's quite easy to, for us to, to measure that as well there. Well, yeah. So when you look at this in Stripe, I mean, are you guys above 100% net dollar retention year over year? Uh, we're not actively measuring all the dollar retention figures. Like we're we're focusing more on just kind of what we built so far. We're looking a lot more into monthly active users and what different features within our app our customers use. Revenue is obviously an important metric of that, but it's not it's not the thing that I look at every single day. Well, let me paint a picture for you, right? If you spend a hundred bucks on a TikTok ad to get a thirty-five dollar month user and they cancel after the second month, you only made seventy bucks, so you're losing money. How do you know yeah. if you're losing money or making money if you're not tracking retention? I'm tracking retention in terms of monthly active usage. I'm tracking retention in terms of because we're talking about this subscription, but we're not only just a subscription business. We also have a freemium business model that people move into onto subscription. So what I really care about is how many of these users are using our, our app every single month and that looking at that in terms of churn. If somebody churns after month two without ever having touched the app, I don't. I wonder what, whether the problem is because we didn't do the service right, the product wasn't right. I'm looking more into um, kind of the same kind of strategy that the guys from Superhuman did. Look at the customers that would be really sad if you were no longer exist. What are you getting right? And how can I replicate for those customers that aren't getting that value into the same scenario as them? That's how I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at total figures yet. Just to be clear, though, when you're spending hundred bucks on paid, that's that's a hundred bucks to get a new paid customer, not a new free trial, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, God, I guess that's what I'm a little bit confused about, though, right? So, how, how do you know if your paid marketing spend is is worth it or not? How do you know if users stay long enough to for you to make your payback period back? If your payback period is three months, but they turn after two months, you lose money. Yeah, that's correct. We we but we don't yet. I like it's it's. Um, it's not something that we're currently just focusing on. We're focusing more on monthly active usage. Revenue is important. Churn is important. Uh, okay, let's focus on what you focused on. I'll stop, I'll stop trying to push you to think about something you're not thinking about. <laughs> so monthly active user, what is it? How do you define a monthly active user? Somebody that logs into the app once a month. Okay, but isn't that like a sort of a fake way to do it? Anyone can log in. Don't you want to know if they actually like got value from it, not just sort of like log in? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, but I mean, define value like this, for example, there's some people that log into the app. The only thing that they really look at is what their tax estimate did for that year. And then they, and then we don't see them for another month. Okay. There you go. So like, that's what you're tracking. Did they log in and view that particular report? And then that's active. Uh, no, because that's, that's one of the features that we have. The other one is, uh, people can see how much income they've made in the app, but the other one is see if people can see what their profit margin is the app. We also have uh, a feature that allows people to see short videos explaining key tax terms. Like it, it's not, it's, I'm not looking at, oh, somebody has done a specific feature. I can look at, there's different reasons why they log in. The total picture is what I see is monthly active users. We don't really see users that just open the app and then immediately log off again. Every well, yeah, but that's month. that's why I'm asking, right? There's a bunch of you know, we've, this is our three thousand two hundred eightieth episode, right? And plenty of people come on and say <laughs> we have a million monthly active users. Yeah. but you know what? They're bankrupt because they consider an active user someone who like touched the app one time in a month. They didn't yeah. actually log in and watch a training video or view their profit and loss yeah. statement or yeah, look at yeah, their yeah, tax yeah. planning. So what I was trying to learn from you is what are those key activation things you want people looking at every month? And if they do that, you know they're going to pay you eventually. Uh, the key activations isn't really about monthly active users. The key activation that we've seen is does somebody trust us to connect their bank accounts in the app? So kind of how we, how we automate it is we get access to transaction data and that kind of, um, powers the rest of the features. 
that is our key activation uh, metric. How many people put in their national insurance number or the social security number for the US? Like those are the key things that that lead people to move to pay, the paid part of the app rather than the usage yeah, of certain I would features. say those are two very, 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 very strong signals if you can make those happen. Yeah. So what have you tested? I imagine it's not easy to convince people to connect their bank off a TikTok ad. Uh, more than you think. <laughs> so around a fifth of our customers connect their bank account straight when they download the app. That's huge. Uh, 20% are, are, are connected. So if you sign up, I'm, I'm making this up, 1,000 people last month, uh, you're yeah. saying 200 of them will, will connect their bank right away, first first session. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, in, in in the UK, it's maybe slightly different than the US, where there's a lot of regulation around open banking, as they call it. So it's not like, give us your login codes to your Chase Bank. It, it doesn't work like that. No, you're uh, using Plat or SaltEdge or Rails or, or Kodat or yeah, one yeah, of these Yeah, codes. yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. Um, and that's kind of getting more, people are getting more and more used to that. Uh, and the, this pain point is high, right? Like people really don't want to spend any time on tax. So if all I have to do is connect my bank account, and you can help me with that. Great. They're, they're willing to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, that kind of goes up significantly after they log into the app. So some people choose not to connect to the app, but then a lot of the features don't work. Yeah. So they kind of play around with this, realize, okay, this is not just a, a random uh, company; it's a lot more legitimate than that. And then they connect their app later on, their, their bank account later on. So before I go back and get more of the origin story here, because you have a background in this space that I want to capture, um, the um, when you look at monthly active users today. Um, like what is it, and and how do you how, what do you want to hit by the end of the year or end of next year? Uh, we've kind of focused a lot on growth recently. Uh, what I really try and focus on now is retention. So in terms of percentage, uh, I want to make sure that our customers, uh, anywhere between sixty to seventy percent, are monthly active users. So I'm looking at kind of how can I make them come back to the app? How can I make them get value out of the app? Um, so in terms of total numbers, I don't really care about that as much over the next 18 months. Well, sure. But you could have, uh, 10 users that log on and six log in every month and that hits your MAU goal, but that's not a viable business long-term. Yeah. Okay. But you already know that we're not 10 users. <laughs> so well, I, I, well, I think I have a, a big enough data set now to look at, uh, actual trends and not statistic anomalies. And once I've hit a certain kind of retention points, and uh, we've already tested certain acquisition channels that seem to work for us. I can put more money into acquisition channel that leads to um, exactly like you said, not people that that come in, pay for two months, and then and then never come back. Yep. So, so how many new installs do you think you'll get here in November? Um, that is depends. <laughs> it depends on how much money we're going to spend. At the moment, we're not spending any any money on uh, on anything. In terms of acquisition, well, I assume you'll still get users, even if you don't. You you can only get users if you pay for them. No, no, no. We we get users when when when. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and so, how many folks will sign up? How many folks will sign up for Earner here in November? I'm just trying to get a sense of if you're signing up thousands per month, or hundreds per month, or millions per month. Oh uh, no, no, no! Outside tax season is hundreds. Hundreds. Okay, got. It. And then tax season, you spike. Yeah. Exactly. I see. Very, very cool. All right, let's get more of the story here. So you launched this thing in 2021. Sole founder, or you have co-founders. Uh, I have a co-founder, Anil. How did you guys meet? Who does what? Are you the CTO or business guy, or how do you split it? Uh, he's CTO. I'm a business guy. Uh, we met on an accelerator program called Antler. Um, it's kind of putting 80 people in a room and say, "Go, go find a partner and build a business." That's amazing. Does Atler is a sort of typical sort of YC seven percent for one hundred twenty five k sort of deal? 
Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I think uh, that the things that we have here, things called Entrepreneur First, um, Antler, they're also in the US. They start out in Singapore. They kind of. But they will write a check, right? You're not just having to give them a bunch of equity for nothing, right? Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll write a check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, I think their standard terms, uh, it depends on the location, but it's anywhere between 100 and 150 for yeah. uh, somewhere close to 10%. Yep. So have you guys stayed relatively sort of efficient in terms of bootstrapping or do you guys just sort of go raise a bunch right out of the gate? No, we stayed quite efficient. We've raised less than a million so far. Um, I mean, I'm originally from Holland. We're all very frugal over there. So that That's awesome. And what's the team size today? How many folks full time? Uh, there's 10 of us at the moment. 10. Very interesting. And what's your what's your focus? I mean, at some point, you're in, I mean, you said you have between 1,000 and 10,000 folks already installed. I don't know how many total accounts there are in the world, but eventually you get all of them. Um, and then and then it's sort of like you either have to launch into a new market or focus on ARPU increases in that base. And that's how you're going to drive growth. How do you think about that? Uh, we're thinking more of initial geographic uh, expansion. So we're just in the UK at the moment. We think the US is a really interesting market when it comes to accounting uh, and tax, probably even way more complicated than it is here. And the fact that everybody has to do a tax return there, where here it's mainly still small businesses, is yep. a very interesting opportunity. Uh, the other thing is that accounting kind of cuts through a lot of the different costs of a small business. We can see what kind of insurance you have. We can see what kind of loans you have. We can see uh, what other services you use as part of managing your business. I think there is a, a really interesting play here in starting to increase the type of services you offer to a small business as part of that. And yeah, so just together. to be clear, again, if account if you have a and when we told me a thousand to ten thousand, that's users or paid paid folks that have converted to paid. Uh, those are users at the moment. User, okay, got it. That's obviously very different than how many have converted to paid. Um, mm. So, so um, but but point being though, even in the free trial, they can connect their bank account to get value even before they start paying you, right? So the way it works is if you can connect your bank account and get some value, but it doesn't really do anything. Like it just gives you an overview of, okay, great. These are these are transactions that I have in my bank accounts. That's not okay. really necessarily the accounting elements of it. Okay, so 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 for someone to really get value out of connecting a bank account to earner, they also need to be paying you sort of 30, 40 bucks a month. And then they really yeah, unlock yeah. some value. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you can't do any tax returns. You can't do like the majority of the app unless you're actually paying you there. I see. And then most most apps that are sort of at this price point are very happy with like a 3 to 7% conversion rate from free to paid. Are, are you sort of in that range? And are you happy with that range? No, no, no. We're we're way higher than that. Um, okay. Like, I, I think uh, when it comes to, like I said, acquisition costs in fintechs are so high, I think you need to have anywhere between 20 and 50% for this to be a sustainable business model. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's fair to say you're sort of somewhere between twenty and fifty percent. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we could say you have something between like five hundred and five thousand paid accounts on the platform today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you obviously are sitting on a data gold mine with bank accounts connected, right? So if an accountant connects their bank to you, you can see everything they spend money on, every every way they make money. How are you using that data to invent new products for accountants, or think about your product roadmap for accountants? Um. The way that we're looking at it is is kind of twofold. So one is what kind of things does an accountant use at the moment? And that actually has nothing to do with their payment data. It's literally what kind of reporting, some stuff like payroll, VAT, aka sales tax, income tax. Uh, in terms of what's more interesting in terms of the bank data is really understanding how these people earn income. What kind of expenses do they have? 
uh, what kind of other products as a small business are they paying for and how could we potentially in the future help them optimize for that? Yep. Yep. That makes sense. And then I guess before we wrap up here, what's your team look like today? How many folks are full-time? You, sorry, you said uh, 10. You already said 10. How, how many of those folks are engineers? Uh, four, five, okay, four, five. Pretty, pretty, pretty uh, heavy engineering. Very cool. All right. Very good stuff. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, thank you for taking the time for grilling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, it, it, look, congrats on what you've built. I mean, for my math on the low end, if you've got at least 500 paid accounts at 35 bucks a month, you guys are past 20 K a month in MRR at this point for which means for this kind I mean, and for this kind of app, that's pretty impressive on the high end. If you've got 5,000 paid accounts at 35 bucks a month, that's obviously even faster growth. I think that puts you at like 150 grand a month in revenue. So, so congrats on your growth. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Famous five here. We're going to wrap up number one, favorite book. Uh, shoe dog. And number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I went to talk to Louis Van Aan yesterday, which I thought was great. CEO of which company? Duolingo. Ah, very good. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building earner? Uh, Post hog. Great. Are you saying hog, H-O-G, or hawk, like a bird? Hog, H-O-G. H-O-G, okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. And situation, married, single, kids? Uh, I have a partner. Okay, any kids? No kids yet. No kids yet. All right. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 31. 31. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Uh, it's okay to take a risk. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Minutes co-founder at Atler. They're building a tool called Earner, which is helping accountants serve SMBs faster. They've got between 1,000 and 10,000 registrations, and they convert 20 to 50% of registrations to paid customers at 35 bucks a month. So north of 20,000 bucks in revenue today. They just launched last year. So healthy growth. They've only raised what the accelerator, or, sorry, under a million bucks, right? So pretty capital efficient. Team of 10 today with five engineers as they look to continue to scale.